Phoenix Suns with a chance to close out and go to the NBA Finals tonight in Game 5. We'll see if they can get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 welcome into a new week, the best day of the week of Monday. A game line, the spread. I'm on it already in this one. We're going to talk about three props. I already got down in this one. And yes, 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 DFS projections and top plays. We're covering everything from this game from both a X's and O's standpoints, player by player, and to get you ready for whatever you're putting your dollar rooskies down on tonight. Let's get into it. So we can talk about it right now and we can look at what happened in game four to kind of preview what happened in game five, take into account the rest of the series as we continue to make these video by video episodes. If you can subscribe, I appreciate that to the channel right now. Let's start on the Clippers side of the ball where Vija Zubak played 40 minutes in this one and even close out the game. So the guy played 40 minutes without even playing the final two minutes and 16 seconds. He picks up a personal foul late. They end up swapping him out, and they finally go to the small ball lineup. Now, the small ball lineup in that final two minutes and 16 seconds, which consists of Nicholas Batum actually closing the game out at the four, and Marcus Morris at the five. It didn't look that great. Small sample, but kind of makes sense when you haven't had Batum on the court all that much this series for whatever reason. Maybe there's an injury we don't know about. The NBA is pretty stern about telling us if there's injuries that we don't know about otherwise you get fined so i think it's just some Ty Lu shenanigans but then there's marcus morris who's clearly dealing with injuries and the reason you go small ball like Ty Lu back when he was with cleveland is so you can start to you know kevin love at the five and some things like that in that lineup you can switch better you can play better defense and you can also get better offensive weapons out there which is the whole goal you get more three-point shooters so that's the goal. You don't have a large center who can't be versatile at the three-point line, who is slow on defense. Marcus Morris, if he's going to be banged up, it's a concern. And then your next small ball lineup is putting Batum or Paul George at the five, which can still work when you have three-point shooters out there, when you have enough players who can score out there. This roster is just really depleted now, and it, it's it's starting to hurt. But I, I would like to see some more small ball to see if it can at least work, if you can get more shooters on the court, like a Reggie Jackson, like a Paul George, the Batums, the Marcus Morris, all these guys who have that versatility in their game. But Zubak did play those 40 minutes in the game, and he did play relatively well. He was a minus four in the game overall, but most of the guys who played since they lost this game, big minutes were minuses on the team. Paul George was a minus five, a minus nine for Marcus Morris in the plus minus department. Zubak ended up with 13 points and 14 rebounds after going for 15 points and 16 rebounds in game three of this series. Rondo did not play at all in game four after he saw his minutes decrease the previous game because he's just been personal fouls not much defense maybe he hits a three but it's not really covering up for what he's not doing on the defensive end after being the worst plus minus in game three and the worst plus minus in just eight minutes of play in game four so on the screen right now you're seeing my minutes projections for lac and i'm projecting yet again another eight man rotation here batum is oddly still not getting run like we just touched on game four you only saw 16 minutes of play a little over that he did close out the game he looks solid out there. He plays solid defense for them. He gets solid attempts up and he can stretch the floor. He's probably just the most improved player from last year to this year that you just don't think about. He was the worst player in the NBA last year. That was where he was ranked. The worst player from key statistic metrics in terms of his on-offs. Worst player. Offense, defense, all taken into account. And now this year he's playing massive minutes in postseason series, specifically the past two series. So maybe there's an injury. Not sure what happens. Maybe we see more of him today if they can just get some more small ball lineups. Obviously, 
when Zubak is playing more minutes, it's hard for Batum to get onto the court as long as Marcus Morris is still healthy. So you can see the minutes I projected. It's very similar stuff here. Big minutes, assuming that you still have the Zubak starting lineup going out there. Terrence Mann saw some more run. So without Rondo playing his six or really his eight to 12 minutes, you see more run for Terrence Mann and more run for Patrick Beverly. Mann in that last game ended up playing 33 minutes and Patrick Beverly ended up playing himself 34.2 minutes. I have Beverly at 31 in this one, Mann at 32 and 18 for Batum off the bench. Projecting out just an eight man rotation and Kennard is getting the final 14 minutes of play now before i let you know about just the top players from the clippers the player props that i like a lot in this one there's a spread it's five and a half everywhere it opened at five and a half. it has not moved yet it's five and a half on every single sports book right now so pick the sports book if you have the ability and the luxury of choosing your sports books the one that gets you the best juice the best price you're paying for they're all five and a half it's all the same spread but the price is it minus 110 instead of minus 117 we'll take the minus 110 to you only have to bet 110 to 100 instead of 117 to 100 you know that simple that's where you can start to still shop so even though it's the same lines you don't have to shop the line then you shop the vig or the price so i'm taking right now minus five and a half phoenix suns yes it is that high yes they're at home to close this one out they have not had and we can talk about the suns on the opposite side of this one they have not had arguably their two best players i mean ayton's playing like their best player this postseason but chris paul devin booker have not done a thing in this series mccall bridges did not shoot a three in the last game at all that is all going to start to not happen at the same time mccall bridges is going to shoot a three chris paul is going to get hot uh, he's not going to shoot 27%. Devin Booker is not going to shoot 0-5 from three and continue to struggle. He threw the mask away in the third quarter, right? So minus five and a half for the Suns to close this out today at home and go to the NBA Finals. That is the side of the spread that I'm on. As you can see on the screen, it's minus five and a half or plus five and a half, whichever side you want to look at everywhere. And it's minus 110 odds. So it's like the perfect odds that you want to have. These are the odds that you're going to be getting more times than not, or at least you should be striving for. So basically it's the same bet everywhere. Nowhere is juicing it up. Since we have actually bet America, I've never heard of them they're at minus 115 but minus 110 everywhere it makes sense because if you're going to be putting a worse vig out there most people aren't going to bet there so right now since we have a very competitive marketplace with a lot of books out there normally it's going to be a if you will from a housing market real estate it's going to be a buyer's market we get the benefit in the market we hold some leverage there because we have mobility to move elsewhere now my favorite plays from the clippers right now today if we're talking showdowns like the two games late i have projections for over on patreon so you can check that out if you'd like it's going to be in this order patrick beverly paul george avicha zubak terrence mann reggie jackson and marcus morris those six i don't have interest in canard or batum and that would be the final eight players now i have some player props taken over on prize picks or if you're not already signed up on prize picks do so as soon as possible you're gonna end up playing it i can tell you right now because they're gonna have pretty pretty nice uh, options to choose from for showdown slates for the nfl from the main slates you're gonna end up playing in the nfl although this promotion might not last as it's limited time if you use the code Sal, there is a link in the description for YouTube and podcast below. If you use the code Sal, my name, simple, S-A-L, any money you put in, they'll give you a free bet of that amount in addition to what you put in on your first deposit only. So if you say, hey, I want to try this out for 25 bucks, you just got a $25 credit to be using on the site wherever you want. It is over-unders on player props, assists, points, rebounds, fantasy points. Right now, I have three taken tonight. We can talk about the two from the Clippers, close the door on the Clippers, and head on over to the Phoenix Suns. I have Patrick Beverly over 15 fantasy points, but I will also point out I love the over 6.5 real-life points for him. I have Patrick Beverly today projected for 22 fantasy points, 7 points more than this. That is a massive, massive difference. Anything over 3 or 4, I start to love. At 3 or 4, I like. 
over six and a half real life points is also solid. And then I have Avicii Zubak under 10 and a half rebounds. His rebounds numbers have been massive, but that is him playing 40 minutes, 36 minutes. I have him at 34 today. I think there's a chance what they closed with with that two minutes and 16 seconds of a small ball lineup. They might not start with it this game, but you're down 3-1 now. Zubak's been fine on the court. He's been good switching defensively, but you need more offense. You just scored 80 points. That, that was the lowest scoring game, 84-80, this entire NBA season. 164 total points. There had been somewhere around 100 games that had scored more than that in just three quarters of play. So Avicii Zubak, this is more so me projecting an outcome, not necessarily what you've seen, but they need to make adjustments. You saw it in the final two minutes of the last game. Maybe we see more of it. But that is where I'm at right now. Let's close the door. Let's slide on over to the Phoenix Suns where there's a lot of things to talk about from the Phoenix Suns. Like I said, minus five and a half for me because of some things that we're seeing. Right now, you're not seeing Chris Paul play well. He did play 37 and a half minutes. He's not injured. He came back from COVID. He looks to be fine. He only shot six of 22 and 0 of three from three-point range. 27% from the field, but his defense looks solid. He looks healthy overall. He's going to start to click. Devin Booker is going to start to click. Who, yes, Patrick Beverly is slowing him down. Who, yes, his face mask is probably slowing him down. He took it off and threw it away in the third quarter. He's struggling in the ISO game right now because of Patrick Beverly. He's struggling on switches because Zubak is actually playing good defense. He shot 0 of 5 from 3 and is settling for bad jump shots, which is what good defense will do to you. He's a good player. He's a strong player. He's a top 20 to 25 to 15 player in the NBA. He's going to eventually get away from this, especially if Chris Paul can start to do some things to move the defense on his end, right? So those things are going to switch. McCall Bridges didn't shoot a three. He'll shoot a three in this game. So that's all great. And DeAndre Ayton is playing like arguably the best player right now in the playoffs. And it's it's crazy. I mean, Trey Young's still in these playoffs, but DeAndre Ayton has been dominating, right? He only shot eight of 14, which is still 57%. But for a guy who's shooting a 70 plus percent in his first NBA playoffs ever, you know, it's, it looks a little bit worse. But for this type of a game where there's no points, it looks good. Nine rebounds, 41.2 minutes. To be able to still shoot that efficiently and be that productive, especially on defense, in that big of minutes for a big man is massively impressive. He can stay out there more because Zubak was staying out there more. He is becoming a star in this postseason. And, oh, yeah, let me remind you, although he looks 35 or 55, he's 22 years old, right? He was a game best plus nine in this one. The defense was very strong for Aiden. I continue to expect to see that moving forward. I have placed the Phoenix Suns minutes up on the screen. It's very similar stuff for the starters here. You know the five starters. They've been the five starters. They're up 3-1. They've been dominating these postseason right now. There's no real reason as they've only lost three total postseason games to get away from this starting unit. So it's Booker, it's Paul, it's Aiton, Bridges, and Crowder, all for big minutes, all of them for 37 or more minutes, except for Crowder, who I gave 34. Cam Payne is going to fill in the gaps. Cam Payne played 20 minutes in the last series. He looked a little bit off. He shot just two of eight overall. That is 25%. There's your math for you today. He did not look as aggressive getting to the basket he did come back from this ankle injury pretty damn quick could be still lingering and also the other thing to point out is he played 20 minutes which is likely the max minutes he can play because Chris Paul only played 37 and a half because Booker only played 40 minutes in that last game if Booker plays 42 if Paul plays 39 or 40 every single guard minute that they take on some more it's going to take one away from campaign so I've campaigned at 20 minutes today and that's probably the most you're going to get to see out of him, barring foul trouble and injury or a blowout. Cam Johnson at 20. And then filling in the rest with Sarge, eight minutes, Craig. But also, this is not anything really outside if you can find a player prop on him, which I doubt you find. Abel Nader. Finally, Nader has returned. Nader played 5.4 minutes in this game, and he didn't look terrible. He had two rebounds, two personal fouls. He shot 0 of 1 overall. He was an overall minus 5 because he didn't score himself during that time, and they just were not on a good stretch. But... It wasn't because of his defense. He looked fine in this game. So I have him at four minutes to Torrey Craig's two. Torrey Craig only played 0.3 minutes in the last game, and it was all during just he came in to intentionally foul people. It was nice to see Nader get back involved as he has not played in a very long time on this team. 
So I have one player prop from this team right now. And in terms of where my interests lie, most of my interests for DFS purposes, at least DraftKings specifically, the showdown slates, they're going to lie on the Clippers side of the ball, especially on Superdraft too. Where there's a $2,000 prize pool today. Go try out Superdraft. The contests don't fill. It's going to be your best place, your best odds today out of anywhere to win $2,000. It's probably only going to fill at like 80, 85%. It's a $10,000 total prize pool. So it's not just obviously first place. You don't have to have salaries. You can play whoever you want. We have projections for that. We can talk about Superdraft momentarily, but if you want to try it out, if you use the code Sal, my name, S-A-L, they will give you 25 bucks to play with and try out right there. But most of my interests come on the Clipper side. I would rank right now my interests over on the Sun side as one. DeAndre Ayton and then Chris Paul, Booker, Crowder, Bridges, so on and so forth. Cam Johnson's in a rotation, so is campaign. My only yes right now, I have five yeses on this slate. My only Suns yes, meaning they're more of priorities for me, is DeAndre Ayton. The other four come from the Clippers, and you can see who those exact players are on Patreon down below. We have an optimizer, projections, ranks for a bunch of different sports, not only the NBA, as we slide into the NFL season, PGA, MMA, MLB, all those sports still rocking, still rolling. So let's close the door on this game with a player prop over 11 and a half points for McCall Bridges. Again, McCall Bridges did not attempt a three-pointer in that last game. McCall Bridges, we were on in game three over 11 and a half points, and he ended up getting us there. The fella got us there with 13 points. He has gone over 11 and a half points in six out of his last games, all of those in the postseason, of course. So we're going to take the over in this one. He only had six shot attempts in the last game. The shot attempts are coming down seven, eight, and six, which is somewhat concerning, I would indeed say. But O of O from three-point range. This is a guy who was taking five, five, and six threes in his previous games. Let's get McCall Bridges over 11.5 points. Those are the three player props I have today. Again, if you use the code SAL, simple. I don't know what you're waiting for. The offer is not going to be there all that much longer. We're in the NBA postseason and it's ending soon. Use the code SAL while it lasts. You get that free money match up to $100. Ruski's free bets. Free, free, free. Why not free? Thank you for tuning in today. Suns minus five and a half. Those three player props and those are where my interests reside in the DFS streets. We are looking to go live right around 5.30 p.m. East Coast time. So I'll see you all there with any questions that you might have. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the start to your week. The best day of the week. Peace out, gang.